This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz, educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now here comes Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio and your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. If you thought hour one was good, you wow. wait till hour two at Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Well, welcome back, folks. This is going to be great. Hey, you also go to our, uh, take any of your podcast platforms, put them in your pocket, go to gunsportsradio.com, and you can find us. Old shows, new shows, all right there. Hey, this hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali key to any AR-15, AR-10 to instantly make it California-compliant. And for more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. So while you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by the San Diego County Gun Owners. $10 a month, you can do so much for your Second Amendment rights by joining San Diego County Gun Owners. Go to stcgo.org. Join today. Make your voice heard. Now, normally, this is old covert... Uh, uh, Joe, who normally does his uh, blogging, but he is out shooting today. Yes, he is. So we have a very, very special guest in the house, Judy Wells. From She's a firearms instructor of San Diego chapter of Girl and a Gun. And you've got an amazing guest on the line. Who you I got? do. I have Tatiana Whitlock with me today. Hi, Tatiana. Hi. How are you guys? How are you? We're doing wonderful. How are you doing? Fantastic up here in the frigid north in Maine, but on the other coast, but doing great. So Tatiana is a nationally recognized trainer. She is the director of training for the National Women's League, A Girl and a Gun. And she's also a host on Trigger Time TV. And I have a question for you today, Tatiana, something I've been struggling with in my chapter of A Girl and a Gun. So here's my question to you. We Mm. have many women that come to us since we are not, you know, in California, it's kind of a different gun culture here. And we have, we don't have a lot of women that come to shooting in kind of an organic manner. They usually come to us with a gun from their grandpa or a gun from their dad or their husband sticks a gun in their hand and it doesn't fit them. And it's wrong, it's too big, it's too little, and their husbands are encouraging them to keep it and go shoot it and they struggle with holding the gun and it's the wrong fit. So I would like to know your secrets to gun fit and what can we do for our women that need help in this area? How can I provide guidance for them? Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. 
Just because you have a firearm doesn't necessarily mean it's the right firearm for you. And the best way to relate this for the ladies listening or for the gentlemen listening is it's the same kind of thing as ordering shoes online. You know they're about the right size, but when you go to walk down or try to run a marathon in those, they may cause more problems for you than they'll facilitate good. So when I work with somebody that's new, um, fitting them for a firearm, I have them show me if they're a righty, hold their right palm out and open. And I'm looking for a couple of very distinctive characteristics. I'm looking for the hand length and the hand palm width. I'm also looking to see if they have one of those awesome double-jointed thumbs, that genetic trait that's a genetic um, double-jointed thumb, and how deep of a well do they have in their palm. And all of these factors go into eliminating air gaps or pockets of space as your hand folds around the grip of the firearm because any pocket of space, any void that you create, it's going to be like an echo chamber for recoil. And that creates a much sharper shooting experience in the sense that it's it's a much more sharp uh, felt recoil and it feels snarky or hard to hold on to in the hand. So for folks that have deep weld palms, those folks tend not to really enjoy Glocks, for example. To them, a Glock feels like a bar of soap in their hands. Where for folks that have a wide flat palm, a Glock is a fantastic fit because they're able to make full surface area contact with the grip on all four sides. So that's a really simple example of one of those characteristics. The other one is if folks have a double jointed thumb. Those individuals we tend to steer away from controls that are very small and demure like tiny flush mechanical safeties or a really aggressive slide stop slide release that's typically found on a model like a Smith & Wesson Shield for example. Those tend to be very hard because that thumb is constructed in a manner that really doesn't give you a lot of mechanical strength or advantage depressing those controls. So we're looking for a firearm more along the lines of a 1911. If you want a mechanical safety that has a big surface area contact that folks with those types of thumbs can manipulate easy. And of course, like you said, oftentimes we have well-intentioned individuals in our lives that either buy for us or that we inherit from. And unless that firearm has real nostalgic value to you, you know, find somebody like Judy who can walk you through a rental cabinet uh, at a local gun range and take a look at your hand, look at those features and see what is a good size for you. Well, let me ask you this, Tatiana, because it's funny we're talking about this because it happened to me. My wife uh, was looking to get a weapon, and I went down to the rain or down to the gun store, and they talked me in to get a Smith and Wesson nine millimeter. She mm-hmm. hates. She hates it. She absolutely hates yeah. it. She Which can't one? rack it. The shield or the? Uh, do you know? What? No, it was, the, it was the full size. I don't even know what the. Uh, but so mm-hmm. so this Friday we're going down to Ao Sword and get her fitted for the right gun. All right, Dave. Well, because there's awesome. no set. I mean, it's just like a husband or a boyfriend buying you a car, right? Or yeah. shoes. Or shoes or anything. Now, let me ask you, is there a perfect fit? I mean, you'll grab a gun and you just know this is perfect. Yes and no. There's the feel of a gun and then there's the use of the gun. Mm-hmm. Now, a firearm can feel fantastic in your hands. But if you're not somebody that's an experienced shooter, right. you're going to pick up a firearm and well, which one feels right? Let's put, grip texture is a great example. A firearm with a really aggressive grip texture for someone who doesn't shoot and understand how to appreciate that that feature mm-hmm. is going to, ooh, that feels rough. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. They'll head, tend to head towards a smoother grip. And we know what that does when you're sweaty or muddy yeah. or, you know, you get the 
sweaty palms, nervous thing going on. The gun gets slippery and it's harder to hold on to. And again, if it's harder to hold on to, it's uncomfortable and therefore they don't want to use it. Then there's the access and functioning of the controls. Just because it feels good in your hand, are you able to manipulate it properly? Can you actuate that mechanical safety if it's there uh, or the decocker? Are you able to do that well? without struggling or compromising your grip or having to use, you know, other parts of you or shift your grip over to be able to manipulate the controls. She can't so rack it, it. She can't rack it to save her life. She's tried it a hundred times. Put a racking ease thing on it. Maybe yeah, well, I should work with her. That's what well, yeah. I just said I'm gonna take her to the professional. Yes. Get her working with a piece of equipment that right. she feels comfortable with in her hands that she can access the controls right. with. Right. And then racking it with a girl and a gun, we have an entire period of instruction that offers three, sometimes four options to tweak how you rack the slide uh, to actually make it work. And depending on the person, do they have arthritic hands, an injury to the wrist, elbow, shoulder, uh, on either hand, we take all of that into consideration. And then we have three, sometimes four options that let them try it, and there's always one that locks it right in, and it changes everything. Because you know what this is like? The first time you go to start the pull start lawnmower, mm-hmm. and you can't, right. and you, you're like, let the grass grow. <laughs> like <laughs> For any first-time gun owner who's trying to rack the slide, that can be a non-starter. Find the right firearm, make sure it's the right fit, and then the techniques will follow because we do have solutions for them. Um, I also wanted to ask you about that. I, I was taught that if you can, when you rest your finger on the frame of the gun, you know, a lot of the women have shorter fingers and they can't reach the trigger. But if they can reach the trigger and you can put a pencil between the finger and the frame of the gun, then that's a good fit. But if they're stretching out too far and they can't really get a proper fit to the trigger, then that's an issue. Yes. Once you've constructed the proper grip on the gun, you need to be able to make contact with the front flat face of the trigger. And if you're not able to reach that surface, that front flat face of the trigger without shifting your grip over to be able to make contact with that surface, that's a problem. And I see that often with some. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm already in trouble. Uh, Duty-issued firearms for female law enforcement officers. That's typically a concern, and we teach a a modified grip for them when necessary because it's their duty gun. It's what they have to work with. So instead of a a standard-built grip, we modify the grip so that they are able to make that trigger reach, and it is a completely different technique, application of pressure and position on on the grip itself. We were thinking about getting her a revolver. I mean, that was my answer, but I guess it's not. Not necessarily. You know, the the forces that are being exerted on revolvers are different than that of a semi-automatic. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll also find that the tendency for women being sold revolvers is that it's a light, like a light air weight and a small run. And the smaller the firearm, the meaner they are. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just face it. They're aggressive to shoot. They require so much more physicality, the lighter weight and the smaller the firearm, because there's just no mass in the machine to absorb that energy, sure. that explosive energy. So we're finding that full-size guns are fantastic to learn on and to use for home defense. And once you've established that confidence and that love for the sport that's shooting because you have a firearm that's gaining you success, when it's time to look at a carry gun, we can have a whole other conversation. Because now we're talking with somebody who knows. Yes, we are. 
And and by the way, how close are you to Easton, Maine? Uh, not that close. I'm down south by the Portland area on okay. the waterfront. It's gorgeous. My daughter lives in Easton, and i got to figure out how to get there sometime to see her. Oh, wow. Well, if you come on out this way, the first lobster rolls on the house. <laughs> I'm halfway there. All right, kiddo, <laughs> it's awesome talking to you. And if people want to follow you around, what's a good website? TatianaWhitlock.com, and it's my name again on all the social media platforms, Tatiana Whitlock. And Tatiana, you'll be with us for the follow- the next segment, right? Oh, good, good. You're not going yeah, anywhere. No, she's sticking staying around. with us. We Nobody have another me. thing to talk about. i got a roster question for you once you come back all from right. the break. Cool. We'll do that when we get back right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling. No aesthetic modifications, no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, well, hey, normally this is U.S. Law Shield segment to call in and chat with us, but they aren't able to do so. So, Judy, would you like to reintroduce your guests? Yes, I would. In case you missed the last segment, we have Tatiana Whitlock with us today. She is the nas- a nationally recognized trainer, the director of training for the National Women's League Girl and a Gun, and host on Trigger Time TV. Uh, last, are you there, Tatiana? I am here. Hi. So the last segment, we talked about uh, gun fit for women, and I kind of want to roll that into our next segment, which is talking about concealed carry and all the different kinds, the ways that we can do it. Our bodies are clearly shaped differently than men's bodies. And so we can't really just drop it in our pocket or carry it around like men can. So uh, before we start though, San Diego County Gun Owners is working tirelessly to up our ability here in San Diego to carry and have a CCW. Very few women in my chapter have CCWs. I'm gonna say out of 100 women, maybe two of us with maybe 10 of us lining up to get those. So how about a little information on the best way ways to carry if you're slim or curvy or what are some of the good guns that we have that are on the roster and some of the... No, don't pay attention to us. We're just... Oh, I said curvy. You said it was curvy. A problem. Went, we're just being men. <laughs> I'm true. trying to be good. I'm sitting here in a room well, of men. Well, you're so good. But I, I just <laughs> well, want to no, go. No, no, Judy's right on the money. She yeah. hit that nail on the head. And you know, this is one of those things where most folks rush to grab, a, get a gun. The first thing they want to do is mm-hmm. get a gun because you know, face it, women are coming into the firearms community because they have a reason to, sure. and it's a reason to protect themselves and their families. And this is this is no joke. You know, there's too many restraining orders that are happening and far too many that are not happening because of fear. So carrying concealed, you know, we first begin with a firearm, then people rush too soon to get a holster. 
because it matches the gun, not them or their carry position. So this is where I pump the brakes on that experience. And I say, okay, you have a firearm. Let's see where it lays flattest against your body based on your body type. Now, the guys, when we when we go to fit you for a suit, we're looking at from the belly button to the top of your shoulders that determines whether you're a rectangular, triangular, inverted triangle body type. Mm-hmm. For women, we're looking at from the knees to the shoulders. That's the shape that we're looking at to determine what body type we are. So we've got 50% more geometric changes. Let's call it that. Curvy <laughs> is another way of saying it. I like um, curvy. To determine. It works. Well, it's true. Got my and attention. It's, <laughs> it's what makes us glorious, and you know it. Absolutely. Um, but that's really, that's really what we're looking at. And there are a lot more body type options for women than there are for men. So right out of the gate, you know, you're looking at, um, you know, folks that are, have to have an apple body type or a triangular body type. You're looking at people with hourglass figures. All of those are standard body types. But what works for me is not going to work for somebody else because we are simply not shaped the same. Therefore, the gun is not going to lay flat on us in the same spot every single time. So we take that firearm, we clear it out, and we find where on that person's body from hip bone to hip bone are we for appendix carry are we looking is there an option there if the answer is yes all right great and now let's look from you know can we move the firearm up an inch and if we move it up an inch is it totally flush and if the answer is yes perfect that's our spot so tatiana women so tatiana let me just throw this in here so it sounds to me like you should get fitted for a gun for your size before you buy a gun I would encourage that greatly, and I can almost see Judy nodding through the airway. She is. <laughs> she already yes. hit her head on the microphone. Yeah. You're right. She's got bruises. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, there's there's factors in this. And I, I deliver a lecture at TACCON and around the country um, through the Carry with Confidence program. And I've offered this lecture at Judy's chapter and uh, was very well attended, and we'll bring it back. But the, the point of this is, is you know, it, it isn't just grab get a gun, get a holster, find a belt, slap it on, and you're good, because it's going to be uncomfortable. So there's a number of factors that go into making it comfortable. And the best advice that I can give is to love your low-rise jeans, but set them aside when you're thinking about carrying a firearm. You're looking at mid- to high-rise pants, waistlines, to more successfully carry a firearm that's going to fit you well, that you're going to train with and use all the time. And what that means is most women are like, no, I cannot do that. That's just, I mean, granny pants, right? Who wants to go out in granny right. pants? But the reality is um, the 80s pants are back, and all of us concealed carrying women out there are buying them as soon as they hit the shelves because we know we can get away with a full-size Glock 19, and I'm a size 2, and I can conceal that no problems if I have the right structure or support in the pant to carry that gun. It's so also, why wouldn't I want to do that? Yeah, It's also difficult. Uh, we talk about, you know, coast to coast. In Maine, in the winter, you got, you all have sweaters and nice jackets. And Bulky. in California here, yeah, mm-hmm. nine months out of the, 10, 11 months out of the year. Shorts and a tank top. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. And you don't wear a belt. Did you wear a belt today? I don't wear a belt, but. See what I'm As, through this journey with Tatiana, you I have, have learned. To. Yeah, I have a gun belt now. I have. Uh, I understand how my body shape is and how I need to conceal. And if it's concealed, you can't be wearing a big old cowboy belt. I mean, you got to have something that that can not because you don't want to bring attention to yourself that you mm-hmm. may be carrying. Wow, I had never even thought of it that way. 
And not all belts are created equal. You know, there's the stylish pencil thin belts, which are just not going to provide you the support. And then there are big bulky belts and belts. Belts are the one big thing that keep women from carrying concealed. And let's just call a spade a spade. Off-body carry or purse carry is the worst of all possible options. And it's often the first one that many women go to because it's something you're familiar with. But logistically speaking, when it comes to fighting from concealment to save your life, when you actually have to work from a carry purse, it takes a large amount of dedication and an incredible number of repetitions to become proficient with this. So off-body carry can be done well, but it takes a level of training that most people are not quite ready for. Now, belts, yes. Beltless options, yes, they exist. Um, There are some fantastic belly band options, again, dependent on your body type, what will be successful and what won't be. And then there are some great, uh, we'll call them compression wear or, you know, the athletic shorts that can be worn under skirts or in, you know, uh, beltless options where there are pockets built into a wide compression waistband specifically to receive a firearm. So there are yoga pants that are holsters built in into the waistband that work fantastic. And then there are short options the same way. And they really just look like athleisure wear at the end of the day. And those garments are becoming more mainstream and more intelligent and more well-suited for women who want to carry every day. So we have a lot more options now than we did even five years ago to carry successfully. It sounds like a, it sounds like a great market for somebody to make clothing for women for concealed carry. Maybe 511 not, Tactical. Yeah, maybe not in the state of California because they're doing everything yeah. they can to take them all away, but that just sounds like a... Yeah, because, you know, you know, it's really great that you called in, Tatiana. I mean, you brought up... You just screwed my whole Friday up. I just want you to know. Because <laughs> now you I know can't... You have... Uh, you can talk well, to me I know, here but in now, San Diego. But I had it all figured out to go down. I thought... But I... But, not, uh, I don't, Michelle's not going to be concealed carry, though, I don't think. Oh, that's true, too. Well, you never know. You never know. Well, I never thought get another I gun after that. Oh, that's right. I'm, oh, I should be Tatiana, like you. real quick, we got with like one minute left. Uh, what about the, the California gun roster? So we talk about getting a concealed carry, all this other stuff, but we can't have everything that's on the, you know, that's out there. Absolutely. So. It's it's quite frustrating. Um, yeah. And from Maine, knowing, looking at a, a California, San Diego lady working with Judy and knowing what firearm would be absolutely ideal for her to change her world. Yeah. She'd be safer, more accurate, yeah. more consistent, reliable. And to know that she can't have it, it breaks my heart. It is frustrating beyond measure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so, cool. All right. Well, mm-hmm, Judy, Judy just whipped out a great big long piece of paper. So I think she's going to read something. No, I actually had printed out from my own knowledge, the four or five carry guns that we have available to us in California that are on the roster. And I took a little poll with some people that I know, and most of the people said that they either carry or would like to carry a Glock 26 or a Car PM9. And some of them have, a, or two women have a six hour, the one that shoots the 380s, the two, uh, I wrote it down, 228 maybe it is, or 238, that, um, that she would like to carry. She doesn't have a CCW yet, but the women here are very frustrated about the lack of ability to find carry guns that aren't pocket guns because who really wants to carry those yeah. and full size guns. There's maybe three possibilities. Yeah. 
So I guess we all got to move to Maine. Great information. Well, a lot of what we talked about today too pertains to men because you know yeah. how do you fit a gun and where do you put it? Well, and, look at look at uh, Schwartz. Yeah, you know, it took him forever to find a belt, just a belt that he could use. Well, I appreciate Tatiana you coming on. Also, Judy. I mean, you guys yeah. you brought up you know really good, you good know points. really good points, and yeah. uh, you know so thanks again. You're the best, kid. Okay. So, are you coming out to gun prom? I will not be there this year. I have I to tried. elsewhere, but okay. she tried hard. I tried I hard. I make it next year so I can see you all. But thank you for having me on the show, Judy. Thank you, gentlemen, for having right. me join you. You have a wonderful day and stay warm. Absolutely. All right. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. Hit her. The answer. Good God. She's on top of it, folks. She's on fire. Hey, by the way, do you need to take a CCW class for your San Diego CCW? And would you want an Arizona, Florida, or multi-state CCW? Well, you could do it all with CCWUSA.com. CCWUSA.com. Offer small class sizes and expert instruction to fit your schedule and your wallet. Three classes every month, two weekend classes, all starting at 8 a.m. Classes fill up quickly, so book now. Private lessons are available too. Great dates and time to meet your busy schedule. Check their website out for details on how to apply for your San Diego or other multi-state CCW at ccwusa.com, ccwusa.com. Hey, have you been to A.O. Swords? firearms and alcohol i have they've got the widest selection of guns in san diego county with over 600 unique guns in stock including hundreds of used guns go see their full service experienced gunsmith they can do everything from mild repair to full custom firearms ao sword firearm store located at 929 east main street in el cajon go to their website at aosword.com or call them at 619-749-4867 bill buyer repair Hale Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosword.com or call them at 619-749-4867. All right. Well, normally we have uh, David Chong call in, but he's out shooting. He's out shooting with Joe and uh, Michael yeah. Schwartz in beautiful Front Sight in beautiful Pahrump, Nevada. So who have you got lined up there, Sunshine? Well, you know, we've got this whole issue in, in, in California with, uh, you know, having your AR-15 or AR-10 having to be compliant mm-hmm. with the law mm-hmm. um, as outlaw as the law people may be or the legislature is. So we are uh, fortunate enough to have, there's all kinds of different kits out there in different parts. So we've got Will Katz. He's with a fabulous firm called Resurgent Arms. And so, uh, Will, what's up, brother? Hey, Lance. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. man. Our, our pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, what do you got for us? I know it's going to be good. Sure. So we design compliance gear for AR-15s. And there's two ways to do a compliant AR. You can do a fixed magazine where you have to open the upper receiver a little bit to drop the mag. Or you can switch out a handful of these parts that California considers bad. That's called featureless. So we make featureless parts. And I think what sets us apart from our competitors is the level of kind of care and attention we pay towards maximizing the ergonomics of these parts within kind of the confines of the law. Gotcha. So as opposed to like the fin that people put on? 
Yeah, and it's unfortunate. So many ARs, they just ship with these fin grips. And so people, I think that kind of discourages a lot of new buyers because they, they look at that and they think, like, well, I don't really want to hold that thing. No, it's ugly. And it doesn't look fun exactly. either. So it, describe for our radio listeners uh, what your option looks like. Sure. So if you think of a traditional hunting rifle, kind of the way the stock looks, right, where you hold on to it, it okay. kind of goes down and then it turns into the part where your cheek well fits. If you imagine just taking a slice of a normal hunting stock and bolting it on to the bottom of an AR, that's kind of what our stock looks like. Okay. And you, you hold it in the same way, kind of with your hand sort of, a, you know, your finger kind of going down towards the trigger. It slopes down a little bit. Okay. That's how the compliance thing works. It has to do with your hand being elevated above the trigger. And then how many fingers can you get on that thing or can you get your whole hand or how's that work? Oh, you can wrap your thumb around it just like a traditional hunting rifle. Stock. Okay. So, yeah, that's a huge benefit of grips like ours versus a fin grip is you can actually control the rifle with one hand. supposed to. So is the pistol grip covered still with this? Um, you, can have a, you can have a pistol grip if you do fixed magazine. Um, but if you want to be able to drop a magazine normally, you have to use one of these compliance grips. Okay, so it still covers the pistol. Okay, I'm trying to picture this. Yeah, what's your website so people could take a look at oh, it? Oh, of course. It's resurgentarms.com. That's R-E-S-U-R-G-E-N-T.com. Gotcha. So we're replacing that part. And what about the flash suppressor and all that other jazz? Yeah, sure. We sell a kit for, I think, 52 bucks that covers everything you need. There's an option to fix your adjustable stock. We've got a simple thread protector to swap out the flash hider. And then, of course, our flagship compliant grip to replace your fin grip or whatever pistol grip you're running. I got you. And of so course, so right. could Lance do that? Could he put all these parts and pieces on, or does it need a gunsmith? <laughs> no, you can do it yourself. I mean, for, for this... All you would really need would be a pair of scissors and either a flathead screwdriver or a hex kit. Okay. What is the, the material? What is this made of? Is it like a kydex? Um, is it a flexible? What's it made of? The type of plastic. Um, most plastic stuff gets made through a process called injection molding. So imagine, you know, two, two chunks of metal coming together. They shoot plastic in there, and then the chunks separate, and the grip falls out. Boom. Gotcha. Um, super duper sturdy. You could drop this out of an airplane and it would just bounce off the concrete. And a lot of this is suggestive as far as, um, the law is concerned, because I mean, you know, I don't, I don't believe you probably don't have a letter that goes along with these parts that just says, show the officer that this thing is compliant. Yeah, it's tough, you know, because the DOJ will not do product approvals. Right. So listeners just beware of this. Right. Okay. Well, well as long as you're as long as you're aware of it, and you know, and, I, and I'm sure if a police officer did look at it, if he even knew what he was looking at, you, you know, you just don't know. Well, that, yeah, that's a challenge. Is I find even within law enforcement, there's not a whole lot of certainty about kind of how this stuff works. No, they're they're not that. I mean, they've got so many you know laws on their books, you know, for them to know this one and know what would work and what wouldn't. But you know, you just call up uh, you know U.S. Law Shield. <laughs> they'll take care of it oh boy i gotcha so is this a kind of a main uh product for you or what else you what else you're putting out there sure i mean so far we've just focused on the ar15 platform okay so popular um something we're working on right now people have been asking us about this forever is they want us to work our magic on the ak grip so we're actually doing that right now we're making a grip for the ak platform that's going to be ready in about two months uh 
And w- but with the AK, then you you just have to change the grip to make it compliant, in your opinion, or do you have to make some of the modifications? The AK platform is actually a little easier to deal with because most of them off the shelf are already compliant on their stock and muzzle device. Mm-hmm. So for AKs, you're really just switching out the grip. Are you talking about off the shelf now or off the shelf three years ago? Um, I mean, off the shelf three years ago. Okay, cool. That's good news. I have an AK. I love it. Yeah, so I, know. I love AKs personally. They're fun. So I'm not real up on my AK knowledge. I have two ARs. AKs have a pistol grip as well, right? Yeah, yeah they will, um, you know, in, in free states, they'll ship with pistol grips. In free states, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have quantified known. that, yes. Yeah, you should have known that. Yeah. And then speaking of free states, are, are, are you in California? I actually just left California for Texas. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know, I know, I'm sorry, guys. You're supposed to stay and fight. But actually, you probably can Look. do more good in Texas than you could in California. Can I tell you, I mean, I cut my living expenses in half, and that means I can funnel more money back into producing gear for Californians. Well, you might be producing gear for Virginia as well is the way it's going Yeah, don't forget Virginia. So. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping an eye on those guys. They're probably. Was that a surprise to you, Virginia, getting, turning the way it did? No, honestly. Um, And I don't necessarily want to get into politics too much unless you guys want me to. Go ahead. But um, (laughs) it it does seem to be, let's go ahead. (laughs) Well, it seems like things are accelerating. And I don't know where that comes from, yeah. but, you know, to see a state like, I think it was Idaho or one of those um, pushing red flag laws, that was kind of like a what the heck is going on moment for me. You know, one of the, uh, you know the guests I mean? we yeah. had on the show uh, a few months ago, he brought up, to me, a really good point. He said, look, the, the people like you that are leaving are leaving because they want to and they're they're going to, you know, a free state. But a lot of people, a lot of companies are leaving California and that the employees that are going with them are the ones that are taking the rotten laws with them also. So they're not leaving the reasons why you and I would leave. And so, therefore, those are the ones, for the most part, that are bringing these horrible laws uh, mm-hmm. and influence uh, to the other states as well. So, anyway, interesting. Well, we just got to keep fighting. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. So are you? Pr- it sounds like you're pretty busy then trying to comply all these, these uh, ARs. Yeah, I mean, there's so many products we can roll out, and we're still a pretty small company, so it's, you know, it's always a balance. We try to roll out new stuff as fast as we can. And we've got a lot of cool stuff in the pipeline, so I'm really yeah. grateful for that. So if people just go to the website, they can probably subscribe and stay and get on your mailing list or your email list? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the easiest way to stay in touch, um, if you head on Facebook over and search for Resurgent Arms, that'll pop up our Facebook group. You slap a like on that, and that's a great way to stay in touch. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, that's, that's cool. a good deal. I like your name. Thanks. The name I of the company. That. Real quick. Um, when I think about, you know, gun culture in California, I was an Eagle Scout, so I did a lot of camping growing up. That was kind of where I first learned how to shoot. Mm-hmm. And when I think about gun culture, I think about, like, going somewhere in nature, camping with my buddies, bringing our guns. And it's a way to kind of reaffirm our friendship connections and have a good time together. Oh, yeah. So. I see gun control, and I see that it's doing a lot of damage to the gun culture because it's that much harder for people to get into it if there's all these things you got to buy and rules and so on. That's what they want. So one of the things, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So you one of the things we're hoping out. to be about. Well, what I'm, you know, one thing I hope to do with this company is make it a little bit easier for people to get into guns and hopefully create a resurgence in the gun culture in California. So hence the name of the company. Perfect. Oh, good. And Perfect. one way to do that is to support San Diego County gun owners. What yeah. part of Texas are you in? 
Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You're that's a pretty uh, that's nice unfriendly place lately, also yeah. for guns. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. You're, yeah, but, you you're, you're right in the right in the right in the part of it. So, well, we appreciate you uh, coming on the show, Gun Sports Radio, and telling your friends about it and and supporting us. Uh, that are broadcasting from deep behind enemy lines, right, Dave? It's that the truth. Here we are. I mean, it's the only radio Wolverines. show. It's the only radio show we have to wear flak jackets and helmets. And uh, at a girl and a gun, when I go to be with all my people, they yep. call us the People's Republic of California. That's there a perfect you. name for it, too. Well, buddy, if you ever come back out to San Diego, or if you come to the San Diego County Gun Owner uh, Prom, we'd love to have May you 16th. out. May 16th. It's on the 16th of May. Yep, May 16th, Saturday night. Yeah, you talk about a hoot nanny, man. That that's the real deal. So, all right, buddy. Sounds again, like give out that website one more time. Resurgentarms.com. Resurgent and spell spell resurgent for all those. You other got it. R e s u r g e n t arms.com. All right, buddy. Hey, we look forward to getting you back on. When you come up with some more more uh, parts and pieces. Just get hold of Lance, and we'll get you back on. You got it. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Can you believe we only got 15 minutes left and we are done for the night? I am bummed already. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. On FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. And by the way, folks, you can get all our shows on gunsportsradio.com if you have one of those podcasting things or, or any way you want to download that stuff. You can get it all right there on Gun Sports Radio. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pad or rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Converts any mil spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modification, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K A L I K E Y.com. Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year, with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Hey, the refi bell just went off. Did you hear it? Well, home mortgage interest rates have dropped to a historic low. You're looking to buy a refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. That's Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris at 619-722-1303 or just go to primerez.com backslash alpine. All right, we got Sam the Gunman on the line. How you doing, bud? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Living the dream. How about you? Well, out there you're probably serious, but uh, unfortunately <laughs> I don't live in a state where it's a constant 80 degrees and sunny. I know. It's terrible out here. It's really terrible. How are your gun sales going, Sam? 
pretty good. Um, I mean, you know, there there are good weekends and there are off weekends. Uh, kind of tricky to predict it. Because uh, locally, gun sales are go, going pretty well just because of the coronavirus thing and some other stuff. But just wondering, are you getting any effect of that? Um, I'm not sure, but um, okay. I, I read a, a study online that uh, had a bunch of statistics, and they said that apparently 40 Smith & Wesson, um, demand for it is up more than 200%. Jeez, I wonder why that is. It's probably it. Probably it. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, we got Sam the Gun Man on the line, and, and just to give you a little bit of background again, uh, Michael Schwartz uh, is, well, first off, he's breathing dust, I guess, in the desert, beautiful yeah. front sight in Nevada right now, and he's absent. So in his absence, then uh, uh, I'll be asking the uh, the question this week, and this is our segment called Stump My Nephew. That would be Michael Schwartz's nephew. That's uh, Sam the Gun Man. And so... Uh, and if we uh, are able to stump Sam this week, then our uh, our person, our stumper uh, with the stumper question will receive a, what, a hat and a T-shirt or something mm-hmm. like that, Dave? Is that how it generally goes? Okay, good. So that being said, uh, Sam, are you ready? I'm as ready as you are. Okay, good. And that, that that's probably more ready there th- than me. So yeah. here you go. What is another name for the Barrett M82A1 50 caliber sniper rifle? Um, I've heard it called the Light 50 because um, Ronnie Barrett's invention, the uh, Model 82 adopted by the U.S. military as the M107, was the first really man-portable 50 BMG rifle. Touchdown. Bingo. That's it. That's the uh, M107 and the, yeah, the, the light job and all that stuff for all that reason. And and uh, again, you uh, you hit the nail on the head. And and so that was uh, that was Mabel's question. Yeah. Didn't you have a dog on earlier in one of your shows that was named Mabel? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Interesting. So, yeah. I, I, you know, just it was San Diego County thing. So anyway. Well, uh, congratulations once again. Uh, you were not stumped. And uh, I don't know how you. I don't know how you he's know. just amazing. So so back at, back in your neck of the woods, what what seems to be the, the atmosphere? I mean, I know you're in a gun store all day. Have you- well, um, our state didn't just uh, slide off into the ocean, so that's good. I don't know if you can say the same. Uh, no. no. Ours um, did. But uh, people are generally relieved that that big uh, sort of omnibus assault weapons ban didn't pass. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't realize or aren't paying attention to, um, I'm not sure, is that the um, the Democratic-controlled legislature did pass through a bunch of yeah. other anti-gun bills and um, a, a bunch of bills that are just sort of generally uh, unpopular with a lot of Virginians. But um, they they reinstated our one handgun a month purchase policy, um, which you're exempt if you have a CCW permit, but that's not much consolation to some people. Mm-hmm. And that, as a specific example, um, we actually did have a law several years ago uh, in 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 effect for a few decades, restricting handgun purchases to one per person per month. But it was repealed because it had no effect on crime. But now it's back because apparently it'll work this time. Right, guys? Oh, right. of course. Of course. When 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 you fail, try, try again. Yeah. Yeah, I right. know. It's crazy. It seems to me like a lot of these anti-gun Democrats, and some of them are Republicans, too. A lot of these oh, yeah. People in politics um, are just anti-gun first. They're not trying to save lives. They're trying to restrict people's rights. Correct. Without a shadow. We do got to send them a Cali key. Yeah, we should. All right, buddy. Hey, 
You're doing good. Hey, did you hear about our lead ban out here in California? I did. You guys are, uh, it's going to be interesting times for you coming up. Yeah. You're telling us. All right. Well, we'll keep you abreast. Hey, are you, are you working on coming out to gun prom? Are you going to make it this year? Uh, my schedule works. So there's a high probability. Ah, good. We'll look forward to seeing you. So folks, you all got to go to the gun prom so you can meet Sam, the gunman. Yeah. It'd be awesome. All right, buddy. Hey, you take care. Say hi to the family, and we'll talk to you next week. Great job, Sam. Okay, see you next week. Have a good night. All right. So, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Never heard that before. I bet you never did. Never. So you were going to talk a little bit about your organization? I am. So I would like to talk about what we're doing, what's up and coming quickly. We have our TROP League in full swing, and we have 18 women on our TROP League competing at p2k we do that once a month and we have i think four more meets and we have our pistol competition team going up to shoot at rainbow i believe it's next saturday we have our national girl in a gun conference coming up end of april that is when 450 women from or 400 women from around the country come and train with top-tier trainers. We're going to be meeting in Grand Junction, Colorado this year for the first time. Usually they've been in Texas. And we have an incredible range we're going to be shooting at. I think it's called Cameo Shooting Complex. Mm. And we have classes I'm taking. I already registered. I'm taking Mills and Optics. I'm taking Doorways and Entryways. I'm taking a class called Partners where you learn to communicate with someone that else sits with you that might have a, a firearm with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's hella gunning on Monday where you can Wait a shoot minute, from hella Some that? people go uh, hella skiing, but you're going to go hella gunning? Yeah, so at a Girl in a Gun conference every year, we have oh. a day or two where you can sign up as an extracurricular activity and you get in the helicopter with your AR or their AR and go up and shoot targets. And the first time I did that, the laws hadn't changed yet, and we could put our feet on the skid. So they had us velcroed. They had me velcroed in nice. with my feet on the skid, uh, leaning out the door. Did you with play? My AR. Did you have your hat on That's backwards, playing Wagner? As loud as you uh, actually, could. I was terrified until we got up there and they put. I got the AR and then I started shooting. There's steel targets on the ground and yeah. then the adrenaline is Kicked just in. off. Did you hit the target? Yes. You did? Yes. Fabulous. Because okay. they tell you how to aim before. Don't, and don't make her mad, whatever you do. Don't make her <laughs> it, was, mad. it was phenomenal. It was a great experience. So now how does now does somebody have to belong to an organization to go to this? Do they have to belong to So you to have you? to belong to a girl and a gun wherever you are in the United States. How many different organizations are there across the United States? In we have state? 180 ranges, and we have chapters in every state, I think, except two, maybe not Alaska, and there's one other state. Mm-hmm. I can't remember uh, we have four chapters in California, San Diego, and there's one in North County, and then one in High Desert, and another one. Oh, I should know this. In the I Bay don't. Area. That's okay, but very yeah. active, obviously, here in San Diego. So if you know anybody, you know that wants to join, you know, What's your website? girlfriends, wives, you a know, girl and a gun. People. San Diego is our Facebook. You can get to us there, yeah. or uh, Facebook. What's it cost to join? It's $50 a year to join a girl in a gun at uh, national headquarters. And then you get all kinds of perks with that membership. Yeah. And then you come to us for your meetings and events. We have a CPR class coming up uh, March 29th, the end of the month. Can you do uh, gift certificates? Can you get like, you'll buy something? You can if you want to buy your wife a gift certificate. You can. Yeah. Absolutely. 50 bucks. Boy, that's a heck of a deal. A girl in a gun. 
Very active. That's why we got Judy here. We have an amazing chapter. We have an amazing group of women that are supportive and not judgmental. We have a wonderful uh, leadership team. I have 10 women on my leadership team, two co-instructors, Barbara Starr and Kathy Smith. See, that's why I don't teach people how to drive a car. I mean, none of my family members, and I'm not going to teach my wife how to shoot a gun. Uh, it's not always, you know what? I have other people teach my family members well, and it's just so they pass easier. theirs to me. Even though I have to tell you the first time I took her out, her grouping was like about three inches with a nine millimeter, a revolver and a shotgun. Yay. That's awesome. I know. Never shot a gun in her life. It's awesome. All right, folks, we're going to have to hit the dusty trail. We've had a wonderful show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as we had. Don't forget, go to gunsportsradio.com and you can get all the shows right then and there. And anytime you want to help out, you can go to gunsportsradio.com, send us an email, and we'll be happy to answer any and all your questions right here. On Oh, by the way, I got to do this real quick, see if I have time. Firearms Legal Protection, San Diego County Gun Owners, CCW USA, U.S. Law Shield, Cali Key, PRMI Mortgage, Katsky, Dillon, Balance, and LLP, the Gun Range San Diego, AO Swartz Firearms. I want to thank Schwartz, Joe, and the uh, Sam the Gunman, and especially Brendan Thomas, our board off. And Judy Wells. And Judy Wells on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.